0: Dylan, so you are from Florida, so that means for the first time in a while, and actually probably most conveniently, even though St. Pete's like a four-hour drive, you're going to be able to have a lot of family members up in Tallahassee, in addition to, I'm sure you'll get a few questions about the GoFundMe soon, what's it going to be like having that many family members, and especially against a school
1: where they couldn't come up as much? So that's a great question, and thanks for asking it. Um, That's actually one of the main reasons why I did transfer to Florida State. You see, um, having my family games means the world to me. It cost my family a lot of money to get to South Bend every weekend for all the home games. Uh, We were lucky enough to have a house up there because my brother went to law school up in Notre Dame. But at the same time, it was financially pretty tough to get up there. Um, Another part of it, too, is my grandpa. Uh, has had multiple open-heart surgeries over the past four years. Um, Leaving him, he he can't fly. Um, It's one of the things that he's been struggling with for about six years now. So he's never been able to see me play college football. So being closer to home, um, for my last two seasons, I'll be able to have my whole family there, including my grandpa. Matt Murchell with Orlando Sentinel.
2: Hey, Dylan. Um, what, one quick thing. What's your grandfather's name, if I ask him? Ken Maxey. OK. And, and I, I wanted to ask, kind of going along the lines of that, that GoFundMe page, to, how did you kind of go along? How did that idea come about? And what made you kind of want to go? You use your kind of newfound name, image, and likeness abilities to to kind of to help benefit someone like Timothy.
1: Yeah. So, and when I started my college career back in 2017 is when I actually met Timothy. Uh, if you'd like me to get into that story and how we kind of build a relationship, I could at some point. Um, but the bottom line is, once I met him, once I made a connection with him, um, I made a very distinct decision in my life um, to engage with him and not just have a one-off relationship, a one-off day. Um, where I give him a pair of gloves and walk away. Um, I wanted to do as much as I possibly could. And you see, before the last couple months, I wasn't allowed to do anything for him uh, along the lines of a GoFundMe or anything like that. Um, so most of the uh, the things I gave him were my time, um, just having a connection and being able to have him have a person to talk to. Um, so once I started hearing things about naming and likeness in the major media sources, uh, it was probably about a year ago when I actually started hearing it could happen in my college career. Um, So I mapped out a game plan in actually one of my uh, strategic business decision classes at Notre Dame uh, of how I could actually raise some money for Timothy and his family. Um, And initially it started as just trying to get him up here for the game. Um, But as you've seen and as everyone's seen, it's blossomed into something else. Um, Something that can make a radical impact on him and his family's life. Irish Jafel with Wartail.
3: And were you kind of overwhelmed at all by... The the response to it and the reaction that's still going?
1: Oh, completely. Um, You see, I I started it, um, I believe, on a a Thursday or a Wednesday. Um, And it started getting some slow momentum. Um, The FSU fan base and the media sources all picked it up. Um, It wasn't until the weekend when Notre Dame started picking it up and started running with it. And I was actually driving back home, um, which is something I haven't done in my four years. Um, See, I was up in in South Bend for a while, so I couldn't really drive back home. It had been 17 hours. Um, but I was driving back home to St. Pete, which, w- which was a great experience. Um, and I was in the car when it started getting more and more momentum. Um, I actually had to pull over because I, I was so overwhelmed, I couldn't really think or, or even drive. Um, I've never had experience of that like in that nature in my whole life. And uh, once I pulled over, I'm glad I pulled over. Um, because uh, the brand Super Coffee donated $15,000, probably two minutes after I pulled over. Um, I probably would have had a serious accident if, uh, if I heard that news while I was driving, so I'm glad I did pull over. But I'm, I'm completely overwhelmed, my family's overwhelmed. Uh, the Donovan family uh, can't even see straight. Um, they're very excited about it, um, but they still have a lot of things going on in Timothy's life. Um, they've had to kind of pause their efforts in, in watching the campaign. And um, Mrs. Donovan Paula, actually, has been reading every single comment people made on Twitter, uh, whether it be on the GoFundMe, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it may be, she's been informing Timothy of everything. Um, and Timothy, like I said, and uh, a few different people in interviews. Um, la- so this summer, he actually, had a back surgery. Um, this was the first surgery in his life where he was allowed to say go or no go. Um, whether he wanted to have it or not, he ended up having it. Um, and the day he went in to uh, get the surgery, he had a 90 degree bend in his spine. Um, the day he walked, or the, the second he walked, got out of the surger, uh, surgery center, he had a 40 degree bend in his spine. Um, he actually grew four or five inches. Um, so he made that decision, but along with that surgery, has had some complications. Um, right now, he has, he's had pneumonia since the surgery. Um, just his lungs trying to recover. Um, because when you do have a bend in your spine like that, it's very difficult to breathe. Um, and it's very easy to get pneumonia from that. So he, he's struggling with that. He was actually admitted to the hospital uh, the other day. Um, and uh, I've been in conversation with him and his family. And he's in good spirits, but he, he's definitely uh, still struggling. Matt, with the Sentinel. Still,
2: along those lines, I mean, what, what's it gonna mean to you to, to play these there on, on that Sunday? open up the season to see him and his family there. What
1: will that mean to you to see that happen? You see, I, I like to compartmentalize my life. Um, and uh, for me, I think about like what I need to perform or, or whatever it is, right? So basically, I, I think of my faith, my family, my friends, and football, right? So the faith, if, if I have that going on for me, I feel good before I'm going out to the game. My family, if my family's there, that's just another box to check. My friends is the same kind of deal. Um, if I have all that in line, I don't have to think about a, a thing while playing football. But Timothy and the Donovan family kind of exist in the area between friends and family um, because we've had such a um, a kind of an odd relationship throughout the years, um, where he's become more than just a friend, someone I I lean on in different times, and he he leans on me. Um, So being able to check that box and have Timothy at the game is going to be the world to me. Um, He wasn't able to attend a lot of my games last year, but uh, this year will be something different. Andre Fernandez with Tallahassee Democrat. Hi Dylan, how are you, man? Um, just uh, the,
0: about talking about Timothy. You said that once everything got into motion with all of this, that a lot of people kind of stepped up and wanted to do some things, you know, to welcome him on that night and make it a even more fun experience for him. A- anything you can share so far that's come up with those plans of like what may be in store for him on, on opening night?
1: Yeah, yeah. So so going ahead with uh, the logistics of everything. Uh, initially, I had a goal. I think it was uh, a couple thousand dollars, and that was just going to be for the travel expenses, the room, the board, things of that nature. Um, people from the FSU community really stepped up, right? People in town here. Um, we've had a hotel step up, we've had a Garnet and Gold bookstore step up. They're going to give the whole family all the gear they can possibly carry out of the store. Um, and We've had some people in the boosters clubs and people donating tickets and parking passes. Um, my plan for his day, is day in the sun, um, is to make it like an official visit. Right, so the, everything that we would give to uh, one of those five-star recruits rolling through the program, I'd like him to experience. Um, at the end of the day, my, my goal is to try to get this as far as I can up the chain at FSU uh, to get him out on the field at some point during the game. Because um, again, th- this whole initiative is to try to give him his day in the sun. Um, and really, the sky's the limit for that. So you can use your imagination and whatever you guys see fit, just please give, just give me some advice of people to talk to or, or things I should try to try to achieve. Because um, it is difficult doing it by myself, but luckily I have people like you guys and the rest of the FSC community to lean on. Ira?
3: Hey, um, can, you, can we, going back to you know, your decision to transfer and then your decision on the Florida State in particular, I know getting close to home was a big deal. Was there anything about that game last season that made you feel like, okay, I, I see where what that program is going to be like? or? Did you have any takeaways from
1: what you saw from Florida State last year? Uh, from the Florida State game is what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you see, one, one of the big things, and I, I, uh, I don't know, this is just a small perspective. Um, that was one of the big games I stepped into as a sixth man on the offensive line at Notre Dame. Um, I filled in for Liam Meichenberg, and one of my best friends, Aaron Banks, he stepped out the left tackle. Um, I had a great experience. I played pretty well. Um, Florida State gave his run for our money that game. Um, and Notre Dame ended up on top. But uh, I watch a lot of the, the post-game press conferences, and uh, I really didn't know at that point uh, Coach, Coach Norvell, other than my experience with Chip Long and Coach Norvell. Um, I had Chip Long as offensive coordinator for two years or three years in Notre Dame. Um, I only heard stories about him and just kind of heard about his offensive scheme and things like that. But just watching the, the post-game interview with him and how much credit he gave Notre Dame, um, particularly about the offensive line um, and how the offensive line developed throughout the years, um, at least those, those four guys that we had that got drafted last year have been part of the program for four years. Um, so we gave a lot of credit to the offensive line and just kind of hearing that from a head coach is uh, something I really didn't experience before. Um, I actually went ahead and watched it again a, a few weeks ago and it just kind of took me away and reassured me that I made the right decision. Aslan with Wartan.
0: Dylan, I don't know if you were, like, familiar with Coach Norvell's whole message with a, of, of service. Like, that's a huge deal to him. I don't know how that factors into the CLIME acronym, but, I mean, is it kind of just serendipitous that, you know, you've, you've done what you've done off the field to help out uh, you know your friend that you mentioned, and, and this is also that's really important to Coach Norvell uh, even beyond football?
1: Yeah, so I think it's one of those deals of odd luck, uh, of how much I, I do fit into the program and what Coach Norvell is trying to instill into the program. Um, you see... When the name of the stuff started coming up, I was, I was kind of appalled by some of the things I was hearing, some of the predictions of things that were going to happen. Um, I had kind of the picture in my head of uh, the star player in the team rolling up in an Escalade, or a, whatever you want to call it, a really fancy car in the first day. Just imagine how the rest of the team would feel and what kind of separation that would cause in the locker room. So when I started thinking about it, I started thinking about how are we going to take or try to not force the eye into the team? How are we going to do this as a collective unit? Um, and in order to use my name, would like this to the best of my ability, um, I, I chose to give back and give back to my friend Timothy. Um, so I think that, that the fit is definitely there, but I do think it's odd luck um, that I did enter the program and uh, I fit so well with Coach, Coach Morvell's philosophy. Andre?
0: Hey, what do you, I just wanted to ask you just what you thought so far of, you know, just now working with the old linemen here there at FSU and, and just, um, you know, obviously it's going to be, you guys are going to be one of the key units to turn this thing around and, and, and be a driving force for the offense. So just what are your impressions now that you are here and have been able to work with everybody?
1: See, it's a very interesting dynamic. Um, there was a few different players last year. They got forced straight out of high school, maybe one year into the program into playing um, four quarters at Division one football, right? Every single game, every single snap. Um, and having young guys like that that were forced into it, and not having necessarily the proper amount of senior leadership on a team, um, can cause a, a rift inside the offensive line. Um, so I think now, uh, our offensive line so far, we're in a really good place. Um, we have some veterans that are leading the room. Um, guys like me, Devontae Love-Taylor, Brady Scott, guys that, uh, guys that have been around college football for a while. Um, I, I do think that we're doing a lot better job of taking control of the room and setting an actual standard. Brendan?
2: Dylan, you mentioned uh, the ability to come back home, play in front of family, as being one of the reasons why you picked FSU, but can you walk us through just the process of venturing, the transfer portal, uh, how you got in touch with FSU, and how you ultimately decided to, to come here?
1: Yeah, so I think I woke up the day after uh, the spring game up at Notre Dame. Um, I wondered kind of what was keeping me at Notre Dame for my, my fifth and potentially a sixth year. Um, so again, I had some meetings and things, didn't get necessarily answers I, I wanted out of some coaches about the Perspectives of my future um, so I went ahead and I was thinking about schools um, you see a Lot of schools uh, try to recruit guys out of the transfer portal um, I went ahead and made my own decision before I got recruited by a single school um, I wanted to be back in the state of Florida and the only school at the end of the day I even considered was FSU um, Just because I when I was a kid I was a big fan of FSU and the proximity to home and uh, it just being one of the major Florida schools that I really appreciated um, for me, I was looking for a school I could also get in the MBA program, and a school that would uh, have me for a fifth and a sixth year. Um, so Florida State fit all those criteria. Um, I went ahead and was contacted. I was contacted by I don't know 75 plus coaches, which you guys, I'm sure you guys can imagine, it was crazy. It was like being recruited all over again. Um, but once Florida State did reach out to me, I reached out to them and, and told them uh, what my intentions were, and if they'd have me. Hi,
3: this team has to be kind of an interesting mix um, where you've got a lot of the older players are guys that are new to Florida state, you you and McKenzie and Jermaine and all these guys that have played Andrew and played a lot of football, but not at Florida state. How is that? Like how have you guys all mixed together with the returning players and the young players and have the coaches helped with that? How have you guys managed all that?
1: Yeah. So I do think it is a very interesting mix of guys. Um, I think all the players that are are Florida State through and through and been here for four years or a few years at least, um, were recruited by Florida State out of high school, they're all very accepting to guys like me and Devontae Love Taylor and guys that are coming here and make an actual impact on the team. Um, But I'll I'll, I'll raise you one. Um, The most interesting dynamic that I've been faced with um, is just the ability to communicate with guys on the team. Um, You see from Notre Dame, at least being at Notre Dame, um, everyone was kind of held to necessarily the same exact standard, right? And everyone was kind of a cookie cutter. So you could fit each player into a, a very distinct mold. Um, you see at FSU, you have a, a big variety of kids, guys from all over the country, transfers, um, guys from uh, from Miami-Dade County, like guys from St. Pete, they're all over the place. Um, so just having the ability to talk to those guys, has definitely been a, a learning experience, um, being able to communicate and uh, coach guys. And it's really just a whole element of radical candor. So challenging people directly and caring for them personally. Matt?
2: One of those guys, Mackenzie Milton, obviously he's from down the road here at UCF. Um, what has your interaction been with him? and, and you know, Again, he's kind of in your same boat, a guy who's coming over to kind of to finish up his career at a different school. What, what does he kind of talk to you about football, I think?
1: So, so he's a very hardworking working guy. Um, he's an amazing story, one of the most storied guys I know. Um, I feel like I've been through some injuries and things in my life, um, but he's gone through that tenfold. Um, you see, I'm, I'm always in there getting rehab, getting extra work in the weight room and he's one of those guys that's here as soon as I get here in the morning. Um, so if I'm the first guy or he's the first guy, we're, we're, we're there at the same time. Um, he works very hard. Um, again, he, he's, still, he's still climbing. Um, he, he loves to learn. Um, a leader, just, it, it's kind of odd to kind of see that dynamic in the quarterback room, um, but he is a natural born leader. Um, it's the way he talks to people and the way he interacts. Um, he Definitely held, holds himself to a high standard. Aslan?
0: Dylan, having spent five years at Notre Dame, a, a program that's gone to the playoff, it's it's put kids in the NFL, especially at your position. I, I know you have a lot of confidence in you, but that feels like it could maybe be intimidating. Coming down here now and seeing the opportunity you have to, to get on the field early, and not only get on the field early, but maybe be one of the guys that's depended on a, a vocal leader. Does Is that something that's made you feel rejuvenated? Could maybe even make you find another gear in your ability?
1: Yeah. You see, at Notre Dame, when I was a sixth man, um, you see, there's a lot asked asked from the sixth man on the offensive line. I had to have the ability to step in at every position. I had to know what everyone was doing, what everyone was game planning for a week. Um, So if you think about it, I was kind of, I was cooking for a while. And having the opportunity to step into a program and radically change the culture of the offensive line is something I was waiting for. Um, Whether that had been my fifth year, potentially sixth year at Notre Dame, um, what was guaranteed, guaranteed to me was coming to Florida State and making a radical impact. Um, so those are my intentions, um, I, I hope you guys understand them. Um, I'm putting my best foot forward in every aspect here at FSU, um, I'm just trying to do my best. Kyra? What, uh, what
3: do you, I know you, you talked about maybe playing two more years, like, what are your thoughts about like, grad school and then also do you have career aspirations outside of football?
1: Yeah, so I, I, uh, let's start with grad school. Um, at Notre Dame, I, I worked very hard for over 12 months in trying to get the MBA program. Um, that didn't work out for me at Notre Dame. I ended up getting the MSF program and the MSM program. Um, at the end of the day, I had to walk away from that. So here at Florida State, I'm gonna be picking up the MBA program. Um, I'm gonna be in that for a year. Um, right now, I'm kind of struggling talking to admission to see what, what type of program, because they offer a wide variety of specializations, I'll probably have a specialization in real estate. Um, I've had experience in private equity investment banking, um, I've even worked with a bottling company over the years. Um, I, I've really had a, a wide variety of, of experience. Um, I see myself getting into real estate or private equity um, straight out of college, at least another couple of years, um, if the NFL uh, does not work out for me. Um, you see, when, when I was a little kid, my dad always told me that when you're born and brought into the world, you have this big open picture, right? Big open window frame. And when you make decisions in your life, either that, that frame stays the same size or it gets a little bit smaller. I'm the kind of guy who wants to keep that frame as open as possible. Um, so again, I'm working my hardest in networking, uh, speaking with people inside the Florida State community, building relationships inside the Boosters Club, just trying to set myself up for success if football does not work out for me.
0: Perry? And so did that window ever include law school? Because you mentioned your brother went there, your mom uh, also graduated. Were you ever like, maybe I'd like to figure out how the law works? Or you're like, no, I just would like to make some money.
1: You see, I I know enough to be dangerous, um, but I'll probably always be the black sheep in my family. Um, You see, uh, my family always says I'm going to be the the most successful, and I'm just going to have a bunch of attorneys in my back pocket, uh, which I like to run with sometimes. Um, At the end of the day, I don't really see myself going to law school. Uh, maybe a, a few years down the road if things don't work out for me in real estate or private equity or investment banking or uh, whatever it may be. Um, just a whole whole broad field of things. Um, but again, I just have a general interest, interest in connecting with people. Um, so I just want to build as many relationships as I can. Um, I leverage the Notre Dame community and my experience there um, to the best of my ability. I, I, I reached out to hundreds of people and built a lot of relationships. But again, I, I want to do that at FSU. And uh, being in the state of Florida is something I really hold, hold dear to my heart. Uh, saltwater fishing is, is uh, the thing I do outside of football. It's what, uh, what, what kind of brings me through, through life, and it's one of my biggest passions. Uh, so being in the state of Florida would be awesome, especially as I go forward in my career, NFL or uh, business world.